Hello everyone and welcome to the EMCC UK podcast. In this episode, our host Hannah Butler will be talking about the EMCC UK's Centre for Excellence, exploring the mission and vision for the centre and how this will impact on the future of coaching, mentoring and supervision practice. We'll conclude by offering advice on how you might get involved in this and other projects in EMCC UK. If you want to know more, visit the EMCC UK website where you'll find resources to support your coaching, mentoring and supervision development, as well as opportunities to become part of our thriving volunteer community. In this episode, Hannah is joined by Rachel Hanley-Brown, the president of EMCC UK. Rachel specializes in executive board and team coaching. She's also a supervisor. She has an MA in coaching and mentoring practice from Oxford Brooks, and her study in team coaching was published in the International Journal for Evidence-Based Coaching and Mentoring in 2021. She's also recently contributed a chapter to a team coaching handbook due to be published in 2023, and is currently writing a book for organizational leaders based on her own leadership experiences, her coaching practice, and insights gained when undertaking board evaluations. Rachel hails from the Northeast and has lived in Sheffield and Bristol. An exiled Geordie, she is now an adopted Londoner of over 30 years. She enjoys jazz, art, architecture and travelling to islands. Join us on this first episode to launch our new EMCC UK podcast series. I'd like to start by asking you about the vision for EMCC UK Centre for Excellence. Of course, and it's great to be here and um, lovely to talk to you, Hannah. Thanks thanks for inviting me. Um, I feel like I need to go into Geordie, but I won't. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, I can. <laughs> um, on a more serious note, um, Centres, Centres for Excellence. Um, this came about really because of a number of conversations we were having um, at board level and I guess I you know my sense was that when we look at coaching mentoring and supervision that is a huge area of practice I mean it's absolutely massive area of practice and we were trying to develop engagement in all three of those areas um, and initially my old role which was director of engagement it just felt it was it was too much to get our arms around um, and also we were conscious that we wanted to bring in new voices um, to the profession. So people who are underrepresented or those all move away from the usual suspects um, speaking about subjects and to start to really hear some, some more varied experience. So we decided to um, create the Centres for Excellence and we decided to have three areas, coaching, supervision and mentoring. And obviously, Hannah, you look after the, the coaching side of things. Um, and really the idea is that then we can really go deep um, in those verticals so that we can really offer our members um, tremendous resources, knowledge, um, bring new speakers to light, invite new voices. And yeah, super excited about it. Yeah, no, I mean, I am too. Well, you know, I am. My, my enthusiasm for EMCC UK <laughs> and coaching, uh, you know, it's a bit like it runs through me like Blackpool through a stick of rock. But I'm wondering if I if I'm a member, what might I expect to see over the coming months? Hmm. So <clears throat> I think firstly, I'm always amazed at the variety 
um, of topics and information and knowledge sharing we do in the UK. And I know, Hannah, you're really leading on that in the coaching um, coaching side of things, well, and have in, in across all of the areas in the past. Um, so I think people will see um, opportunities to get involved in um, special interest groups, which are absolutely mushrooming. We've got so many of them and so many more of them coming online. Um, we've obviously got spotlight events. Um, I know there's going to be research opportunities coming up. There's huge numbers of opportunities to volunteer with us. So really, I think people will experience a breadth and depth in each area of coaching, mentoring and supervision that possibly they haven't seen in the past. And I would also like to think that we're, we're meeting people both as they enter the profession, but also providing content for people who are really experienced, um, are master coaches or indeed are doing masters or doctorates in coaching, mentoring or supervision. So... I'd like to think that as an organisation, we can provide something for people at whatever stage they are in their careers. Yeah, thank you. And and I think coming into that as well, you know, that that feels like a really inclusive space. Mm. And what you're saying is, is that, you know, that people at different levels of the career, but also acknowledging experience alongside that theoretical, um, you know, the research aspects of coaching, mentoring and supervision. Um, just think it just kind of staying with the inclusion yeah. piece as well can I just ask you you know where where does inclusion feed into all this from from your perspective yeah it's a really great question Hannah and I think I think I feel I uh, every essence of me um, believes how important that is and I and I know our board does too and I know that everyone who's joined our board um, really feels very strongly about that I think it, it comes across in a number of ways. I think the way that we invite people into EMCC is really important. I was speaking to someone just last week who thought you had to be accredited to become a member. So, and when I explained that you don't, and you can become a member um, regardless of whether you're accredited or not, I'm not saying accreditation isn't important, but it's not a barrier. Um, so I think we, you know, we're, we're pulling down barriers to entry, which I think is massively important. So... Um, we're welcoming people from lots of different backgrounds. I think also then there's the whole um, diversity piece. I'm starting a project with um, Salma Shah, who wrote, recently wrote a book about diversity and coaching. Um, we're starting to work together to pull some things, some ideas together around that, <clears throat> really to look at how we can invite more people into the profession and to show that it is a welcoming and an inclusive profession. And then I think, you know, part of the work you're doing, which is massively important, is showcasing people and giving them a voice. Um, because, you know, we've all been to conferences where the same people are speaking and the same people have been at those conferences and speaking at them for a very, very long time. And yes, it's brilliant to have people who are experts in their field and have tremendous experience. But we also want to hear from people who are, you know, are working in really obscure parts of our profession or maybe working in organizations or in roles where they don't have a voice um so i think i think that's massively important and you know if you look at eric dehan's research which i think is <laughs> quite quite challenging for all of us in fact the best coaches are often the ones who are new into the profession um so you know i think we have people we have something to learn from everyone and we should all be open to learning and hearing from lots of different people have you heard about the EMCC UK Special Interest Groups? 
These groups cover a broad range of interests including health, coaching psychology, education, mentoring and much more. Maybe you would like to join one of our special interest groups or maybe you'd like to set up a special interest group of your own. Contact info at emccuk.org where our friendly administration team will be on hand to help. Alternatively, visit the EMCC UK website, choose events and select special interest groups. So if you were to think about what is the overall mission of the Centres for Excellence? Mm. Good question, and it's quite hard to put that in a punchy, <laughs> in a punchy sentence. Um, I think, sort of, really, just summarising with what what I said. So, strength in depth. So, real, real evidence based practice, real knowledge sharing. Um, so, I think that's phenomenally important with a real kind of underpinning of research. And when I say research, I mean research in the broadest and most inclusive sense. Um, and then I think um, the ability to share and disseminate that information as far and as wide as we can um, so that we're both doing we're breadth in terms of the number of people that we're reaching and depth in terms of the quality. Yeah, thank you. And and I think that that also that speaks to kind, you know, to part of what we're aiming to do from Centre for Excellence as well, you know, and I certainly know from a coaching perspective that we're absolutely looking at you know people who have never engaged in research before and potentially mm. don't see themselves as researchers and yet you know their their daily practice um, and reflections and supervision all build into that that growth and development that also feeds into research as well so I know that we're trying to break down those barriers yeah. in terms of inclusion and people who want to be part of research who may not necessarily recognise themselves as being researchers at this point in time, that we actually create a space for for learning about research and, and, and also, again, you know, funding and breaking down barriers um, around funding and accessibility and things like that. So, yeah, thank you. So in terms of volunteers, if I'm a volunteer and I'm thinking, oh, gosh, this Centre for Excellence sounds fabulous. Um, how might I get involved? Well, I, you know, I mean, there's so many different ways to get involved. So I think actually volunteering to support the Centre for Excellence. So I know, Hannah, you've done a lot, a lot of recruitment late, lately. But um, so there are there are loads of roles and loads of projects that we're going to be working on. And I think... You know, for people thinking, oh, I've only got a limited amount of time, actually taking on a specific project, which is time limited and has key deliverables, could be a good way of doing that. I think volunteering as a speaker, if you've got something interesting to say, we'd love to hear from you. Um, uh, volunteering to help with research, volunteering to help disseminate that research, volunteering to help with research methods and making them more open and accessible to people. Um so I think, yeah, I mean, organising events, there's literally so many things to get involved with. Um, and like I say, you can either invest loads of time like you and I do, um, or you can, you can come along and, you know, say you want to work for a limited amount of time for a few months and we'd love to have you. We, we, we're really keen for people to get involved. 
Yeah, I think I think when I started thinking about this and I thought, what what would be the different levels, you know, mm. and, and I could see that there was opportunities for people to be able to lead on certain projects. So, you know, that idea that, you know, you'd be able to lead other volunteers as well. So if you've got that amount of time that you want to invest and you actually want to lead and deliver on a project, then there's those opportunities. But like you say, there's also a more flexible approach yeah. if, if you want to get involved as well so if you want to be a contributor or I think I described it as a there were you know there were leaders contributors and producers yeah. and that might be somebody who said Do you know what I could write an absolutely you know amazing blog that I think could really you know sort of push the envelope on coaching mentoring or supervision and I've got definitely got something to say about it yeah. it is well evidenced um and so there's a the there definitely feels as though there's a space for everybody, like you say, which which again really just speaks to that inclusion piece again, doesn't it? You know that like there's a home for for anybody who wants to be part of what we're aiming to do. Yeah, and I'd love to see a few um, of our newer entrants into the profession who are ambitious to be the next president um, and want to kind of get started. Come on, come and join us. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, and we've, you know, we've we've talked, haven't we, at length about importance of succession and, you yes. know, and, and people getting engaged early so that they get a really good understanding about what EMCC is about and being able to, like you say, inject energy mm-hmm. and, and, and excitement and everything else around around our profession would be great. I mean, I, I feel as though we'd I'd sort of talked about a last question, which w- what would be a great call to action for our members and our non-members on this project? So I suppose we've already given a real great call to action. If you remember, we said, come on. Um, but what what if I'm a non-member? Um, how, how can I go about getting involved if I'm a non-member? Yeah, good question. Well, first of all, I think, just to be clear on the different types of members we've got so obviously we've got individual members um but then we've also got training providers who are members so again you know members who are part of training providers can get involved and then we've also got organizational members and i think a lot of people aren't aware of our organizational members um and so that can be any organization that has in-house coaching mentoring or supervision either a sort of and that may only be a few people or some of our premium organizations have got many many people involved and they're some of the larger largest employers in in the UK so um, we have we have a, a place at the inn for everyone um, so everyone is welcome and I think if you're not a member there are loads of events that you can attend um, as, a, as a non-member I think you can come to three events before you have to um, start paying or for some of our events um there's loads of resources on our website um we're posting regularly on social media sharing information we've got a linkedin group so there are lots of ways to dip your toes um and find out what we're all about and of course anyone on the board is happy to talk to anyone who wants to know more at any time just approach us rachel thank you so much for joining us today and for your insight in terms of the vision and the mission and how people can get involved um I can honestly say as a member and as a volunteer, it's, you know, it's one of the best ways that I feel connected to, to my community. Um, so I, I'm, an, I'm a huge advocate of, um, of working with a membership body. I mean, obviously, I'm a huge advocate for EMCC UK. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so thank you for being with us today. Um, thank you to all of our listeners. 
Um, and if you would like to know more about how you might get involved in being a volunteer in the Centre for Excellence or a member of the EMCC UK, go over to our website emccuk.org. Alternatively, email myself at hannah.butler at emccuk.org. So yeah, so just a final thank you, Rachel. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Hannah. Great to be with you. Thank you for listening to this podcast from the EMCC UK. Together, our aim is to promote good practice and the expectation of good practice in coaching, mentoring and supervision across Europe. EMCC is an independent, impartial and non-profit making organisation. To learn more about the EMCC UK and to find out about membership, accreditation and learning resources, visit emccuk.org and remember to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a future episode.